With Capella University's FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines, learn at your pace, and access most coursework from anywhere at any time. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. Donald Trump has released a statement on the new indictment. Ladies and gentlemen, we have that statement to play for you. Here it is. ...is in a very dark place right now. But even after everything the deep state has done to me, I will never give up on America. Mark my words, in 2024, we will win back the White House. We will make America great again. I have no doubt about it. They come at me from left. They come at me from right. The rhinos, the communists, the Marxists, the fascists, we will not only survive, we will be stronger than ever before. We're fighting a fight like nobody ever thought possible, and we're winning. We won in 2016. We had a rigged election in 2020, but got more votes than any sitting president. We're going to win like never before. And we're going to make America great again. I can truly say, I believe, better than ever before. Thank you for all of your support and for all of your prayers. And that's it. There you go. That's that's Donald Trump's statement. Well, I mean, he did do quite a service in helping wake the world up to... uh, what's actually happening a lot of, in a lot of ways so if, if that's winning then i i believe him if winning is actually getting to become the u.s president again you know i, I am not convinced you know why trump lost in 2020 because they fucking COVID. rigged it behind the scenes in that covid yep proprietary I think, I think voting COVID software was, i think nothing with COVID. votes yep no covid trump won none, none of this would have been possible with the votes with everything that they've done with the lockdowns without covid covid and, was the and, see all end all and it's partly situation. trump's fault Trump initially supported the lockdowns. Well, later on, he said, curve. right. And then later on, he was like, well, it's the governors that are doing it. He could have done a lot more. Mm-hmm. And he just was, he did not understand. They had surrounded him on the battlefield. And he was standing there being like, how lovely that all of my friends are here. Yep. Yeah, and, and the riots, all, the riots of 2020. He could have used a, that. They set a precedent for the riots of January 6th. Like people were just used to rioting at that point. It wasn't, if Trump allowed them to storm the White House, he'd be president. But right I now. think if he had mm-hmm. shut down the riots in 2020 with the National Guard, that maybe we wouldn't have had a January 6 eruption because it was already so. like the ethos. Of- I, I think is I don't think the the riots of 2020 really factored into the rights behavior and I mean the bad actors' behavior on January. You don't 6th. think that the the right felt like you don't think the people that went to the the January 6th riot they felt like oh if things get out of hand it's kind of okay because that's kind of the way things have been i don't think that was their mindset going into it i mean there was a feeling in the air right there was an immense energy that people weren't even thinking that far i know i wasn't i know a lot of people on the ground weren't there was just i would say it was like this godlike i mean an energy that i've never felt before all throughout i mean it was the mob mentality you know they didn't go there to be violent yeah you had people that did but when you're in a group like that and you're all there for the exact same purpose, there's power behind that. And they use that power. I don't think, you know, they, they were thinking in the moment of 
being prosecuted for anything. I don't even think that crossed most people's minds. And that's why you had people walk into the Capitol and just, I mean, literally hang out on Capitol grounds. And now they're sitting in prison. But I don't think they thought they were doing anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of them didn't. There were people who were fighting for sure. Oh, absolutely. But I think I'll, I'll say it again. If, if if on May 29th, the the far left just ransacked all these buildings and, and destroyed D.C., mm-hmm. Trump would be president. If they allowed them to burn that church down and then storm the White House, it would have been over. But I think yep. you guys are right about COVID, man. With COVID, fucked everything up so bad, and it gave so much power to these people behind the scenes to do what they wanted with the voting Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because of that, they were able to enact all these universal mail-in voting bullshits where they could do ballot harvesting, ballot chasing, knocking on doors, and then Trump and... Uh, this, is, this is the thing people don't got to remember, man. The fraud narrative right after the election was not they were ballot harvesting... And that's how they won. It was Venezuela, Chinese hacking, uh, Trump secretly put watermarks on the yep. ballots, trucks driving in at 4 a.m. secretly delivering the votes that were printed in China, all of that stuff. Yeah, that's all that's all that's all bullshit. Yep. And that was this is what this is what I often say when it comes to stuff like Pizzagate. Here's what they do, and here's what y'all need to pay attention to. This is the trick. You will stumble upon a true conspiracy, and what they'll do is they will chuck red meat over the fence so you all go running after it. Meanwhile, they carry on their fucked up business. In this instance, what did they do? Changed the laws, changed the rules, chased after ballots, probably a lot of illegal ballot chasing, getting elderly people to vote and sign up on things. In a lot of states, it was legal. They just had to sign a waiver saying that this person's my caregiver and now you can collect the ballot from them. James O'Keefe uncovered that guy who was holding ballots. It wasn't that there was anything outside the country or you know, the machines were flipping votes. It was actually simple. They used COVID lockdown to take everything away from everybody to tell them endlessly nothing. But this is Trump's fault. <laughs> then they knocked on their door and said, sign it. And the people yep. did. And they collected all those ballots. And Trump and the GOP never saw it coming. Well, and, and they're see- still using these practices in the midterms. And that's why the Republicans did not do better. Yep. Well, now you see Trump talking about ballot, har- ballot harvesting yep, and putting together you know, the biggest mass uh, ballot harvesting uh, scenario we've ever seen in the country, but is it going to happen? But that's how you win elections. And that's exactly what the left did. They played it smart. They used this, uh, you know, man-made disease that was created in a lab intentionally to crash the economy and to screw Trump out of everything to quite literally, I mean, take back the power. And they still are going to maintain that power. Yeah, it wasn't COVID that did it. And I got to be real clear about this. It was the way they responded to COVID that is what did it. COVID, fuck, fuck all. It, it was some some threat, random threat. Could have been anything. Could have been a volcano, super volcano, aliens. Climate fucking, change. Climate yep. change. Could have been flooding. Could have been COVID. Could have been a virus. It was a virus this time. Fucking the way they shut shit down and started to move shit around. Yep. Well, it's always a response because people can take a virus. People can take certain things to an extent. But and then when the response is overdue and they over-respond, that's when the tyranny comes in. That's exactly what you saw with COVID. The reason why they are going after Trump in this way is because they don't have COVID anymore. Yep. They know that if it comes down to a standard election, Trump wins. Yep. They have to do something to throw a wrench in the gears because COVID ain't there anymore. Or aliens. Well, that's what you see also with the, the UFO stuff. And you see, you know, Project Blue being with the CIA documents and everything. It's not hard to fake something like this. It's just projections followed by some drone strikes. But I don't think they're going to go down that route. There's really I, no reason. They can do something yeah, significantly different. III. They could start, they a, could start a, a Russian war false flag. Or, start yeah. a world war to uh, say now is not the time to change presidents. We need consistent leadership. However, yeah. 
Joe Biden's not inspiring anybody, so I don't know if that strategy. Yeah, I don't think they're going to go that route. You look at like serial killers, like all the psyops, right? And how controlling people through fear has developed. Serial killers don't scare people anymore. So and then you move on to war, you move on to viruses, and it's always a never-ending, evolving thing to the next scary thing. You bring out the aliens, right? What's more scary than uh, you know space invaders? essentially blowing up cities there's nothing what are you going to use to control the power dynamic after that to make people fear things i think oh, that's i want to i want to well, i, I got to ad- control i got to address thoughts. this because these nuts says this dude is denying <laughs> that we have video evidence of these people processing the same ballot over and over pulling ballots out from under tables trucks pulling up to staples center at 3 a.m how dare i believe my lying eyes these nuts why don't you watch the full video from what was it the tcf center where they pulled the ballots out from under the tables. Because I did. Did you? You didn't. I know for a fact you didn't. Because what you'd find is they have empty boxes. They get ballots from people, put them in the boxes, close the boxes, put them under the table. Later in the day, pull them out and start counting them. Well, and I think Gateway Pundit is being sued for that story as well by the lady that was seen pulling out the boxes. I think she's filed a lawsuit against Gateway Pundit because of that article. It's amazing to me that people have fallen for this stuff so easily. Okay, you need this. This is why I'm always like when it came to the Covington kids and they were like, oh, they were look, look at this video, Tim, of this kid in the face of this Native American guy. I was like, what is this? And they're like, look what he's doing. I'm like, what's he doing? And they're like, he got in the face of this guy. And I'm like, all I see is a video of two dudes standing in front of each other. You got to give me something more. So what did I do? I went through the full two hour live stream and I was like, look at this Native American guy went up to him. So sure enough, during all this election shit, people are like, look, Tim, there's a video of them pulling boxes out from the table. I said, where did those boxes come from? If there's surveillance footage of them doing this, certainly there's surveillance footage all day, right? Ding, ding, ding. What did we find? You watch them put the ballot boxes under the table themselves and pull them out later. Well, and it's Don't sad know why. I feel like the right wing social media ecosystem is also, I mean, I'd say they're the biggest like perpetrators of. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com carlson. That's carshield.com carlson. I mean... With Capella University's FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines, learn at your pace, and access most coursework from anywhere at any time. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. This narrative, right, um, you know, compared to blaming COVID and the, the changing his laws and the mail-in ballots, um, because they just keep pushing it. They know what's wrong, but they keep pushing it and keep pushing it and keep pushing it. It's something in, I've been in, able to in, dodge. In, uh, but uh, sorry, to respond yeah, yeah. to the running the ballots the multiple times, it's the same surveillance footage where mm-hmm. a woman puts the ballots in, presses the button, then walks over, grabs them again and puts them in again. Now, Ian's argument here is correct. We need to see the code to understand what running the ballots through twice will do. Mm-hmm. The idea that you can take a ballot which probably has an ID number on it or something to differentiate it from other ballot signatures and all of that, 
and run it through a machine and the machine won't be like error duplicate to me is absurd. The reason she may have run it through twice, for all we know, the machine said, read error, please reinsert. And then we and then everyone immediately was like, aha, that proves she was double counting ballots. Can ballots be double counted? I don't know. There's no argument there. There's, th- th- this is this is the problem. You do have video of of trucks pulling up in the middle of the night with ballots, and the argument they made was these are just mail in ballots being delivered. It doesn't why, why does it matter that it was three in the morning? Ser- seriously. Mm-hmm. Now I'll tell you what is weird when they blocked the view of the people when they were yep. counting those. Ones. There was bullshit. Don't get me wrong, but the reality is signature verification wasn't being done properly because a lot of it was ballot harvesting. These are ballots from real people. They went to nursing homes and they said sign it. And a lot of these people probably just forged bullshit or got them to sign bullshit. And that's why you get mismatching signatures. Well, in the Beto campaign did that exact same thing. I think Alex Rosen came out with a video. He went knocking with the door knockers and they were ballot harvesting. And they were getting these elderly people that clearly weren't in the right mindset to vote for Beto. I mean, this is a this is a wide practice thing in the Democratic Party. It's nothing new. But to, to think the idea is that, you know, the, the whole election was completely stolen because of you know, ballots being stuffed. I mean, it's just wrong. Yeah, there was absolutely irregularities and fraud, I'll tell you, I'll but tell to you, the extent that they say it is. I don't but I'll tell you this. Arizona, I believe, actually was stolen. Absolutely. From Kerry Lake. Yep. The fact that, was it hundreds of printers mm-hmm. printed the wrong size image on the wrong size paper? There's no way that accidentally happened. No. Someone went and had to physically yeah, do well, that. Yeah, well, it's preset in the system. You're set to print the, the aspect ratio, the, the font, everything is preset because legally it has to be the same. And all of a sudden it changes. There's something. There was no election in Arizona. You you can't say that in all of these districts, people weren't able to vote and you had an election. Mm -hmm. Katie Hobbs oversaw her own election without recusal. So did Raffensperger. Won her own election. What in the fuck kind of process is that? I think think a Republican did that as well. Raffensperger. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah, but it was in Georgia. But no one likes him either. and No one trusts him. Did he win? He won his own election. And they said he he stole it from Stacey Abrams and she was the rightful governor. Fucking dirty shit. I love how like. They're what they what they did in Georgia first. They're now mocking Carrie Lake for. Yep. Like Carrie Lake is like, hey, it was stolen from me. Katie Hobbs running her own shit. And then they're like, haha, you're crazy. Rewind three years or whatever. And it's like Stacey Abrams screaming and crying. I'm the real governor. Well, it's the thing, too, is you see when a new precedent is set by either party, the other party is eventually going to use it because you've already set that precedent. So it doesn't matter what it is. The other party is going to use it to their advantage because they're losing if they don't. That's why I'm talking about like uh, pardons, why I'm trying to go the ethical route, like just holistically ethical, because I swear anything that we do or anything that anyone tries to do to the other will come back around to you. It's that's how it works with the cycle. You give them ideas with your own behavior if they haven't thought of it yet already. I wouldn't be surprised if in 2020, Michigan, for example, was completely fraudulent. I'm not saying I have reason. I have evidence uh, that it is. But the reason why I wouldn't be surprised is because Gretchen Whitmer is like, how do you say this? A psychopathic, evil, <laughs> malignant cancer on this nation. She's the kind of person who absolutely would murder her own grandmother for three extra votes. Oh, yeah. She's a disgusting, despicable human being, and she'd be in, she should be in prison. I pulled this video up on YouTube called American Election Hacker Testifies, and it's uh, Clinton Eugene Curtis testifying under oath at the U.S. House Judiciary uh, members in Ohio that he built software to flip votes 5149, and that if you didn't have the code, you wouldn't know that that's what the software is doing. Mm-hmm. And then I remember George Bush won 5149. You know, a lot of these people win 5149. Like, hey, come on, shit well, that's, is not that's that That's why seeing close. the code is so important. So important. And I will not make that mistake of claiming that it's flipping votes because I Dominion sued Mike 
Lindell, I think they sued him. Mike for, Lindell, for, Tucker, Fox. Just for claiming the without yep. the evidence. I don't have the evidence to claim it. I highly suspect it. I just don't have the fucking evidence because it's hidden on purpose. You, if you don't have the evidence, you can't have the evidence. Yep. That's the way the system's built. Unless someone breaks in and steals it, which is highly unethical and illegal. So, like, I, I, I don't know. But it just, it feels, this guy's testifying in fucking Congress that he built software that flips votes, and yet are we're still allowing that to be in private? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, it's not enough for well, me. Well, and man. it used to be the left that talked about electric voting machines being fraudulent and potentially having problems and being exposed to hacking. And then now all of a sudden, it's the right talking about it and the left 20, has complete denial. 2024 is going to be interesting because every single Trump supporter everywhere will film literally everything. Mm-hmm. You're going to have 50 people standing outside of every voting area filming every person everywhere. The left will call it voter suppression. Well, I remember when they, they, I think it happened in the Kerry Lake election. You had people out there right. filming it, and they tried to say that, pull that exact same card. Yep. If there's like an organization tactic where people could up to verify who they voted for and upload their f- footage, like if if you could live somehow, stream. yeah, you, mm-hmm. you could live stream, if you can, I don't know if you'll, they'll let you take a, a camera into the thing, but if you can, if you can somehow prove this is the button I pushed, and then you can prove that the system has you logged as voting for someone else. and you People can, have like, already proven that. So if you could have a massive organization of people coming together to prove it together on like a site or some sort of website or, or social network or something, you might be able to catalog. But to think that that site wouldn't be taken down by a malicious DOJ attack or something like that. I mean, if, if they're doing this, they're not going to allow it to stay up. Yeah, that would be a targeted piece of data. Yep. I, I imagine. People I mean, one of happy. one of our sites when I was working with an organization uh, called StopHate.com or about the J6 stuff, uh, just investigating, going over the footage. They started a news site specifically to put out new news and aggregate all the news and all the videos so people could go through it and watch it themselves to see, hey, this is BS. This isn't what happened. was taken down within a week. DDoS attack. Oh. And where was the DDoS attack from? It was from Virginia. So, you know, it says a lot. There, there was something going on there. But if you go and you are using these public servers, there's no way they're going to stay up. They have access to all these. There's backdoors to everything. And I mean, like, you you would probably know that with your development in mines oh, and sure everything. Backdoors exist on every website, especially with Google owning everything and the Windows. I mean, the CIA, you've seen their documents when Assange released them, uh, Assange released them uh, basically saying that Windows is created for the CIA to have backdoor access. That's why. And that's how, that's how all the machine. internet is. Uh, maybe on a blockchain, some sort of immutable database, if you could store the data there, it would still get tweaked and moved and changed. Uh-huh. And then you'd have to be like, well, when did the block get changed? Because it's a different than what it said three weeks. So that would be a hell on earth to try and verify. Mm-hmm. Then like, what's the front end code that's telling you what the block used to say and what it's saying now? And can you trust that code? And then it's the people really have to, if they don't know how to read the code, they've literally got to trust somebody to tell them that the code is, is right. Yep. And that's a fucking problem yep. too. Code literacy. Let's go to callers. Let's, Let's pull in some callers here. I would like to. I don't fear the old Bert. I current. I fear the current Bert. So <sighs> you're with us. I like that you started doing callers. Yeah. You don't fear the old Bert. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, this is for the panel. Uh, do we think that the third indictment of Trump uh, strengthens him like the others, or does it not widen the gap between DeSantis and Trump? I think it strengthens him. I think his, I'm pretty sure his prediction market's already going up, but it's, it's a procedural attack. They're trying to remove him. So it may make him do better in the polls, but they don't give a shit. They're like, his name won't be on the ballot in all these states. How can he win if he doesn't have Pennsylvania? He sounded flustered in that response video because he barely talked about it at all. He just gave like, 
you know, what are they called? Not allotropes, but just basically like, we're going to do good. We're going to win. Keep yep. doing your best. We'll get them. Vivek's response was better. Yeah, yeah he, I he, agree. He, Vivek actually talked about the US v. <clears throat> Alvarez, uh, which is what knowingly says that you're legally allowed to knowingly make inaccurate statements. Uh, US v. Alvarez. So that was nice that Vivek actually quoted uh, Supreme Court law. Yeah, and I, I mean, I agree with Tim is I don't think I mean, Polls literally don't matter. We've seen that time and time again. He's going to skyrocket in the polls just like he does after every single indictment after the Mar-a-Lago raid because his supporters are loyal and they understand what's going on. So they're going to continue to support him. He's going to continue to garner more support. But does that really matter when you have a corrupt DOJ coming after him full force? Because mm, in the end, they're the ones that decide you know, how this is all going to go. Mm-hmm. They hold him responsible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tough question to answer because strengthened is, uh, has a lot of meanings. Yeah. What do you think? Those. What do you think, old Bert? Fear of the old Fear Bert. Fear the old Bert. Fear. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I think it will definitely strengthen him because, like, all of the other indictments have seemed to have been nothing but positive for him. Um, so I, I don't see why this would be any different. What do you think, Phil? I don't know what you mean by strengthen. Well, yeah. So well, what I mean, if, you're, if you're asking, not, is it going to make his numbers go up? I don't think that there's a large segment of the population that the fourth indictment is the line, right? Like, I don't think that there's going to be a lot of people that are like, well, the, th- the first three, I wasn't on Trump's team, but this fourth one here, that's yep. the, the, the straw. Like, I don't think that that's a big number. I think that it, it'll reinvigorate some of the people that are already on his, uh, um, you know, on his, on his side that are already his voters. Um, but I don't see it. I don't see it moving the needle. I think the people that hate him already hate, are going to hate him. I think the people that like him are going to like him, and it's going to be a mat. It's going to come down yeah. to like getting the votes. So it's going to come down to you know ballot harvesting and, well, and, and can you produce enough ballots that say Donald Trump on them? Well, and I, I think it's it's weakening him in the aspect of his character and of his motivation and who he is as a person because you see his first statement with the Mar-a-Lago raid, you see his second statement with the second indictment. And now, I mean, you saw that last uh, statement, low energy. I mean, you look like Vivek clearly had a better response there. Um, so it seems like he's just, they're, they're battering him. And that's the entire point of this. They're supposed to make it hurt. They're coming after him. They're coming after his family, all his belongings, everything he loves and has worked his whole life for. And that's going to wear you down over time. And it seems like it is wearing him down, which is understandable. Hmm. How's that? Uh, how'd you like those answers? <laughs> Yeah, no, that was great. Um, so it, it kind of sounds like uh, he, he's kind of reached like his uh, his ceiling of like indictments, basically, like uh, a- approval ceiling or oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like how much more of a victim can he become to get even more? I think, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. his victim yeah, card much. has been played. Yeah, unless there's a unless there's a mugshot, you know, then or, oh, or yeah. a perp walk, then I think that could help, but it could also hurt him. As but well. who? Like who, that's the thing is I'm I'm trying to figure out who the the voter is that sees that the perp convince, walk yeah. and says that's it or who's the voter like who's the person that's informed enough that knows about the backstory and stuff like that that hasn't already made up their mind and it could have a counter effect it could turn people off as well could yeah. turn independents off seeing their you know uh vi- i mean their president in cuffs so yep. you never know re- really which way it goes until it happens yeah they could they could see that and then they'd be under the, the impression that oh well the you know the judicial system and everything works still yeah. and yeah. this is a, this is like legally correct and even though it you mm-hmm. know we would say we would you know cause question or throw caution to that but 
people could look at that and say, oh, well, you know, obviously if he's in, if he's in cuffs and he's under arrest, then he has to be guilty. That's yep. how a lot of people's mind works, unfortunately. It's just Consider truth. a possibility. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Donald Trump gets criminally charged and imprisoned resulting in widespread riots and protests throughout the United States. It wouldn't take the same shape as what we saw with the far left and Antifa and Black Lives Matter because Trump supporters tend to be in more suburban and rural areas. But you'd see road blockades, armed groups guarding their neighborhoods, widespread economic shutdown. Yeah, people pulling their money out of bank accounts. Eight days goes by. The economy is in free fall. Banks have shut down. People aren't working. And the military intervenes by arresting Joe Biden and then pulling Trump out of prison and holding an emergency referendum of some sort to try and restore democratic order. A lot of people are probably going to say that's insane. That could never happen. I'm only saying that because it's happened in multiple countries where there's been revolution and civil war. The people think the government can't fall. It won't fall. There's a king, there's a queen. And then something happens where there's widespread unrest leading to mass economic crisis. And then ultimately someone says, we got to do something about this. The example I'm giving you is much more akin to what happened in Egypt, but I'm literally reading about the Spanish Civil War and the Soviet uh, February uh, Revolution. And there's so many similarities. But in Egypt, it was interesting. There were protests in Tahrir Square and the, the, the country was basically economically stagnant. This was putting their national security at risk. The protests were getting out of hand. And then eventually the military said, that's it. We're intervening. We're taking the president out of power. And they did. And that was, I think it was Mubarak. And then a year later, when the Muslim Brotherhood won the elections, the protests restarted and the military immediately said, that's it. We're taking them out of power. So people think they can't happen in the United States, but it depends on the level of turmoil that ensues. If if Donald Trump gets criminally charged and it causes economic collapse or market collapse, what happens? So here's what I think is more likely. Not that Trump supporters waving MAGA flags go march in the streets. Yeah. What's more likely is that Donald Trump's indictment causes a shock to the market, which causes institutions, corporations, pensions, 401ks to collapse in value. All of a sudden, people who are in their late 40s are screaming they have no money left for retirement and they're demanding to know what the fuck happened to their money and why. Now the price of food is skyrocketing. Now people can't get water, can't get clothing, can't get food for their kids. Now they're marching in the streets, smashing things, and it ain't BLM or Antifa. The protests go widespread. Military intervenes. Who knows what happens after that? I could see like if there's economic fallout and all these people were like, I'm protesting the United States. I'm taking my money out of U.S. banks. I'm keeping cash. If like tens of millions of people did that cause disruption and collapse of the banking establishment, that they would rush CBDCs into into power and be like, you cannot cash is no longer. You can't use cash anymore. You can only use our central bank token. Sign up or let me let me read just one thing for you. 
The 19th century was a turbulent time for Spain. Those in favor of reforming the Spanish government vied for political power with conservatives who intended to prevent such reforms from being implemented. In a tradition that started with the Spanish Constitution of 1812, many liberals sought to curtail the authority of the Spanish monarchy, as well as to establish a nation state under their ideology and philosophy. The reforms of 1812 were short-lived, as they were almost immediately overturned by King Ferdinand VII when he dissolved the aforementioned constitution. Let's rewind. The 21st century was a turbulent time for the United States. Those in favor of reforming the U.S. government vied for political power with conservatives who intended to prevent such reforms from being implemented in a tradition with a constitution that started in the early days of the American Constitutional Republic. Many liberals sought to curtail the authority of the executive branch and the U.S. government and to establish a nation state under their ideology and philosophy. Sounds like if you flip liberal conservative, you've got the exact same situation. You don't need to flip liberal conservative. Like the you lib- quite literally read it in the context of today and identical. Conservatives are saying we have a constitution. You can't just override it. And the left is saying, fuck your constitution. A lot of people have been pointing out for the past 10 years that we are on track for this in exactly the same way oh, as the Spanish Civil and War. And I was yeah, saying the, the uh, similarities are the right Republicans there. Would, are, are obsessed with breaking up the CIA and the FBI. So that was where they were like, get this, fuck the federal government. But it's the far mentality. left that wants to destroy the U.S. government. With communism. And they want to install their own version of a country. The U.S. is trying to maintain, or the conservatives are trying to maintain the Constitution and the the U.S. traditions. I I do. I think that you could cut the bureaucracy, slice it by, you know, I believe Vivek knows what he's talking about. It would create a lot of of unemployment, but that you could slice it up Mm. and and jobs and still maintain the system. Do you really care, though, if it's federal unemployment? Let me read this. Until the (laughs) 1850s, the economy of Spain was primarily based on agriculture. There was little development of a bourgeois industrial or commercial class. Rewind that and say, until the the 2000s, the economy of the United States was primarily based on manufacturing and labor, but it eventually shifted into a service sector economy and then an influence economy, et cetera, et cetera. The rapid changing system of economics Mm. is playing a huge role in this. People who once held political power or just general status by being able to support and, and being able to support their families through physical labor and manufacturing are now competing with influencer economies and the service sector. And this is causing a, a dramatic shift in power structures. But yeah, anyway, I digress. We should, uh, we should jump to our next caller. We should indeed. <clears throat> there's other governments that are involved in this. Fear the old bird. Thank you for calling in, sir. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Last thing I just want to say is um, I still have that taco ball you gave me in D.C. in February. <laughs> taco ball. Yeah, we were skating. That was fun. What's a taco ball? It's a, it was like a beach ball. It had the tacos on it. Oh, nice. <laughs> Cheers, my ball. friend. It's awesome. Uh, let's talk to Maximus next. Maximus. 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 How are hey, you? Hey, what's going on, guys? Sorry, oh, sir. Just cut you off there. No, you're all right. Doing well. Just, uh, hey, uh, thanks for taking my call tonight. Uh, just a little pretext my question. Um formerly hated Donald Trump until 2020, watching what happened with COVID, BLM riots, and then the 2020 election. I did not vote in 2020. I didn't really pay attention to politics then. Um, But after watching the fallout of that, uh, early in the show, Tim, you had said that 2024, you you were laughing as Roseanne said there won't be an election. And then you said, we'll have the illusion of an election, uh, such as, you know, ballots, you'll go vote, things like that. My question is, how is that any different than what happened in 2020? Yeah, perhaps. You're right. The only difference, I suppose, will be the degree to which people respond negatively to 2024. Yeah, I felt like that happened in 2022. Yeah, yeah. I would agree there. I mean, 2024, I think it'll just get intense, the response to it. Because su- it's two elections in a row that they feel like they were robbed out of again. But, but I, sh- I should say Donald Trump was running and you could vote for him. And the Democrats just played dirty. So... 
you could argue that was like a crack in the machine of our already busted and fake elections as it is. 2024, I'm saying like, you can't even vote for Trump. How is it an election then? <clears throat> yeah, Agreed, agreed. <clears throat> and to a, to a point, also 2016 was similar in that fashion, just reversed with uh, the Democrat Party denying the election as yeah. well. So I agree that it's just going to continue to get worse and worse until we hit this breaking point. Um, so it's unfortunate that nobody has confidence in our elections. And I know that we've always talked about what we can do uh, to restore confidence in that. But uh, I appreciate you taking my call. One last thing I wanted to add on to the uh, civics test for the right to vote or selective service to right to vote. Uh, I also think you should be a net positive taxpayer. Uh, I think that's really yeah. important as well. You gotta contribute. Uh, thank you guys so much. You All know, right, right on. Thank you, Karen. I don't have like no hope for the election system. Um, I have low amounts of it because of this behind the scenes tallying shit. But when Hillary Clinton got beat by Donald Trump, like they screwed Bernie out. And then oh, yeah. I was like, okay, well, they're just going to set Two the election for Hillary. Yeah, yeah for, mm -hmm. for sure, Hillary's going to win because they screwed Bernie. That's what the plan is. Goodbye, everyone. Good night. I went and to bed. I woke up. up like Trump fucking won like a gut punch. So something's going on where we still have control. And I think the illusion right. that we have no control is how they we will lose. So you got to maintain yeah. I agree. belief. But yeah. don't expect it. Don't they expect want it you to, to go your you way. They you can't win so that you don't vote. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, they want you to be black-pilled. Don't, don't let them do that. All right. Uh, all right, let's talk to Olivia Claire. How are you? I wonder what rank you are in Bert's army now. Hi. Um, I think I'm still VP. Uh, I think. I don't know entirely. Um, thanks for taking my call, guys. Uh, first thing I want to say um, about Michigan is fuck Gretchen Whitmer. Just want to get that one out <laughs> there first. Um, but my question is for Taylor or anyone else that may have an answer. Um, Taylor, thanks for sharing my, my footage from the Kalamazoo Michigan drag show back in May. Of I really course. appreciated that. Um, how can independent journalists get started when you at first, you know, can't rely on an income because it's not feasible at that moment? Um, what's your best advice on getting started when you don't have that steady income? You're going to have to suffer through it. That, that's part of climbing the cringe mountain that I referred to earlier. I mean, even now I don't have a full-time income, you know, and I do this, I, I travel the country, I go to shows, I still work for, you know, I contract for news companies and I still have a side job with this. So it, it's a constant grind, but eventually it will pay off, especially as you continue to do this. I was full-time in 2020 and then after 2021 with January 6th, it basically all my income was cut because I had a lot of federal donors within the DOJ and Department of Homeland Security that supported my work with the riots. And uh, after that, I mean, all of that funding just essentially disappeared. So really, it's just grinding it out, um, crowdfunding people that support your cause and support your journalism. That's the biggest thing that I failed to do is monetize via crowdfunding because I feel guilty almost asking my audience for money, which you shouldn't. You That's really should not. I and, would I would go film things and say, hey, if you want to keep me doing this, yep. go here and donate money. Yeah, but that, that's the biggest way is crowdfunding. Um, and I've seen your work. You do amazing work. And of course, I'm going to share it because you're helping expose the problem that I'm passionate about. Um, so thank you for going to that drag show and sitting through it. I remember speaking to you about it and the the repercussions mentally there. They, they will stick around, of course, but you just got to <laughs> you just got to keep grinding it out because you've got a lot of potential and you can do anything you want. What, what's your X handle? Mine? Oh. You mean Twitter? No, um, it's um, <laughs> at Olivia what? Claire with three A's in Olivia and two E's in Claire. Introducing Batiste's wet activated and touch activated dry shampoo with breakthrough technology that absorbs oil and releases bursts of fragrance whenever you sweat or touch your hair for up to 24 hours. It's the ultimate hair care for girls on the go. Try the newest dry shampoo that's activated by you. 
Batiste, the future of hair care is here. Buy Batiste dry shampoo online or in store at your nearest retailer. Three A's? Looking it up now. Yeah, Taylor, you're going to get your How Twitter. Do I, okay. uh, so with three A's and then Claire with three A's? No, with two E's. No, just oh. Olivia, three A's, and then Claire, two E's at the end. Oh, there it is. Are you, you're, you're posting stuff on, uh, oh, cool. Yeah, I'll follow you. Thanks. Yeah, I, it was, I think the craziest part of that was the aftermath. We found out that one of the yep. quote unquote performers was posting like straight sodomy on their Twitter profile Whoa. and like connected themselves wow. to this well, event. And that's, that's a constant reoccurrence too. I mean, you see this yeah. over and over again. They're pedophiles. They've been charged with touching children. Um, you know, they're ex-sex workers or constant sex workers. They're drug addicts. I mean, these are the lowest of the lowest people that resort to these things. I mean, you don't have any morals if you're shaking your penis in front of kids. That's the easiest way what? to put it. No way. Crazy. But, uh, I, uh, bad morals. I can say this. One one strategy is to become a member at TimCast.com, submit a question, have me follow you, and then when you cover the news, if I see it, I'll retweet it. Hey, I'm a member, Tim. Where's my follow? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hands no. on the top, dude. Well, I'll follow you now. Yeah, I'm like, I want to pay you money, but I like your independence. It's one of your most valuable attributes. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Well, and I love it. You know, like, I do this because I'm passionate about it and because I want to make a change. If I'm not making money, yeah, it sucks. You know, I, I support my girlfriend at home and my dogs in the house and everything, but I'm going to make that money anyways. I don't care how I make it. As long as I can continue changing oh, yeah. people's lives and inspiring people, that's all that matters about this. You're doing your Twitter subscriptions, but you said it was, you're still in the waiting yeah, process. Yeah, it's glitched out or something. I don't know. Uh, Twitter hasn't given it to me, but Sooner when they do, later, yeah. hopefully uh, that'll start that's the generating good shit. What stuff. What will you put? Oh, are you going to put workout stuff? Behind yeah, it? yeah. It'll be, that'll be more fitness, bodybuilding oriented, um, just because I don't want to post that all over Twitter, right? Like yeah. it's for journalism, but my subscribers can see good, that. But yeah. And uh, yeah, you know what I mean? I, I like I said I don't like asking for money, but you need to in this industry. You yeah. have to, and people are so generous on the right; yeah. they will give you money. That's the reality of this. If they support what you're doing, which they're going to support what you're doing, they're going to give you money. You just can't be scared to ask, like I have been. Yeah, that's a big thing. And everything. If you don't ask, it will never happen. Yep. So, yeah, it's amazing in social media how when you ask someone to click the like button, they're way more likely. To, oh, they yeah. just remember or ask them to subscribe to your channel. They're yep, way more likely. I am too. I am. But yeah, yeah, Claire, thank you. You are freaking awesome. And I appreciate you going and covering that show. And if you cover anything in the future, send it to me and I'll share it out. Yeah, I'm working on that. Thank you guys so much. Thank right you. Yeah, of course. Anytime. All right. Last but not least, we've got RJ McDougalheim US. Oh, <laughs> uh, how are <laughs> you this name. evening? Hope you're well. All right. How are you guys doing? Oh, fucking well, fantastic. Well, thank you very much. All right. Uh, this is a good conversation you guys had earlier. So this is probably going to pile on top of that, but is this mostly for Ian? Uh, especially with everything you guys talked about earlier in the after show, uh, you know, all the corruption with the elections and everything, all that bullshit that's been going on. How can you keep saying that you don't want to go tit for tat as far as like retaliation goes and you want pardons when the main reason we're in this mess is because people with power haven't had consequences. I like, think, Oh, sorry. Continue. Like, you know, you look at like Maxine Waters, you know, she incited people to do stuff, uh, no consequences, all the investigations sort of and everything that's going on with Trump right now. Like, how do you expect it to stop unless they're held accountable? Well, I look at it like, um, like a game board kind of, and I'm like, all right, some moves are impossible. Some moves you can't do. Like, you can't use the political system to defeat political opponents. So that's the route I'm looking at. Like, I. Oh, you mean the judicial system? Uh, 
I would also agree with that. You can't use the judicial system to defeat political opponents. Um, you, you might be able to. I don't think you, you can should, in you, reality. You should use the political system to that's defeat the, that's political opponents. That's what they yeah. tell you you can do, but you can't really do it. They control okay, it. I see what you're saying. So, no, I I so you that. can't. I, I don't want to go that. I, I just won't, won't try a, a method that I don't think can work. So I'm looking for creative ways to b- bring things together, have Joe Biden and Trump sit down and talk, you know, like step mm-hmm. forward mm-hmm. so we can kind of look at like preserving our species. And the pardon thing is just, I guess it's one way to do it. Um, maybe I, I don't necessarily need to hit the hammer so hard, but it's nice to have like Vivek in the room and ask him about it face to face and um, to kind of put that out into the ethos, kind of a, an era of forgiveness. And, you know, I'm obsessed with the Christ the return of Christ and like if we really could make that happen but like Christ will come when Christ is ready when humans are, are ready to receive him so if we could pre- prevent or present uh, an air of of forgiveness and kindness maybe that will step on the gas yeah I agree with that but at the same time we've we've tried this over and over again the, the gentle side that's what the right is right there the party of defense that's why I got into politics and activism before journalism because I wanted to make a difference I wanted to go on the offensive yeah. you have to fight fire with fire yeah at least when it's gone this far I feel like there's no other way because if you're not you're gonna get burnt and that's exactly what I feel like is happening totally. at least the past few years and now you're starting to see the right engaging culture and that's the fire i'm talking about especially is the culture war is far more important than any political war i think because the culture is what indirectly and directly changes people's minds regarding politics even if they don't realize that would be example fighting fire with water or not with a non-fire substance because you're using a non-political solution to solve the political problem. Yeah, I could understand that. I mean, I, I guess you can make a point of, you know, fighting fire with fire doesn't work to the extent of, you look at January 6th compared to the 2020 riots, right? That was fighting fire with fire. But at the mm. same extent, you need a little bit of that fire inside of you because you're going to get rolled over if, you know, the left, they don't have morals when they're you know going about and they're prosecuting these J6ers. They're throwing these people in prison. I mean, I know Daniel Goodwin, he's autistic. He's amazingly smart. All he did on January 6th was he dropped an American flag over the, uh, the inauguration stage. And he was uh, pictured in a video in the background of Baked Alaska's video. And he just went back to prison. And this is an autistic kid who is genuinely an amazing person, but they're throwing the book at him. I mean, because these people don't care. They want to destroy you. They want to destroy your way of life. So you almost have to have that same mindset, I feel like, but in a godly way, in a righteous way. You read the Bible, God killed millions of people, right? But it was righteous. And I'm not advocating to kill people, obviously, but you have to fight the righteous war. You have to know that God is on your side. And in this, it's very self-evident whose side God is on, right? I'm a big fan of the meek. Uh, they, they, I think they said the meek, the, the meek shall inherit the earth. And the meek, I used to think, oh, that means that they're weak. No, it's no, the people no. that are strong, but are have restraint exactly and so i want the people to fear me in that way to know that i have the power to arrest them but not you know so i I agree with you you need that threat i guess a force yeah available to you but at the same time choose the peaceful you don't want to you have to use that force you just want it to linger and to have people think that it really exists when in reality it's just the idea of that force that keeps people in mind it's just a control aspect and i guess that would be an argument as to why you would punish someone like joe biden for doing all these crimes with his son is because you want to preserve the the essence of force or it has has to remain that that there will be consequences reactions if you do something like this if you fafo it's like that's that's where that's where it applies i think you know, fuck around and find out. Yeah, he definitely will. But. Oh, man. I, 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 it really feels like that going after uh, uh, these political people with, with the law is not the way. It feels like it's, it's, it's the, the wrong it's, way. It's, it's it is the, the way. It is literally the, the way. only it way. It's like trying to go after 
Because Kim Jong Un with his own military. The only, the only thing the only thing we have is the law. No, they're, they're, we have like personal force. You know, force of will, force of you and I could go build a house together. We have the force, the power. But if of the you're individual. using this yeah, personal but, force, it's going to be labeled as you're committing terrorism. That's yeah, the reality oh, of it. I mean, when you're could, not carrying go, it out through the law. We could build a road for someone, and, and but I, I mean. It, I just I feel like there's there's a disconnect. Like you talk about wanting a lot of things, and I'm not sure that the the goals are are attainable through the methods that you're talking about, right? Like, so I'm not sure what like you, you mentioned earlier, um, Donald Trump and and Joe Biden sitting down and talking. What does that do? Because Donald Trump is not in a position of the power at all. He's mm-hmm. a former president, and Joe Biden has no incentive to work, to do anything that Donald Trump wants. The Democrats are entirely incentivized to be... To destroy him. Yeah, against not just Donald Trump, but but anything that, that anyone yeah. outside of the Democrat Party brings up. And the Republicans are the same. I'm not sure what the... I'm not sure what the, the, the goal of having them sit down and talk is. Like the I direct to highlight goal. the humanity of the individuals, the two of them. Because so, I think it's Joe Biden is a I don't, fucking I don't robot. Think there sometimes. is any humanity. That's the that's thing. That's the problem. They're, that's what I want to solve. Because if you really believe that there's no humanity in the humans, I gotta. I want to show you that there is. There is, Not but I don't. Think, I don't think in saying. the in the in the DOJ in the Biden administration. I think they lack humanity, and that's why they're doing exactly it, what they're doing. It feels like it. It feels very robotic and foreign. But I I know people like everyone I talk to. When you look in their eyes and you listen to them, they're all human. Like they're all oh, absolutely. there. Pretty much. And even crazy people are Some still there partly, but they're not. You know, they have issues. They look away. They flick their eyes and shit, but they're still yeah. there. Vertical blinking. So here's the things we should watch out for. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If the Democrats use January 6th to pass any kind of laws. Reichstag. Yeah. Yeah. Reichstag, yeah. And the, I think they will. The I Reichstag think, fire. I mean, act. you look at who benefits. Come on, guys. It's like it's the national security apparatus. Yes. That they but, are the people who have benefited yeah. the most. And this is exactly what happened that happened after 9-11. The exact same thing. And they're going to use it. Yeah. If, we're, if we're tracking it all like Weimar Germany, then I would say that those willing to wield power are the ones who will win. Yeah. Which means the Democrats are going Definitely. to crush, consolidate and take over and strip power away from their opponents. Yep. Yeah. What may happen is, you know, I'm reading all this and this is like the span of a decade plus. If Trump does get elected but doesn't have Congress, which would be really weird, to be completely honest. But if something happens where Democrats try to make move to enact laws outside of the presidency, what happened in Nazi Germany was uh, uh, Hitler was the chancellor. He didn't have presidential authority. So they passed a bill granting them the right to pass bills without the without the Uh president. Then when the president died, they passed a law taking all the powers of the president, giving it to Hitler. Yep. And now we have the Internet. So we see these stupid laws like this was it the same. But it could act? happen faster now. Yeah, you got to keep vigilant about these laws that they try to pass and make a, make a lot of noise about it. Because in Weimar Germany, the population probably didn't even know that the bill was being passed until after it was signed. Mm-hmm. The, but I think the important thing to realize too is we often talk about Spanish Civil War, the Bolshevik Revolution, Weimar Germany, etc. They're all similar for obvious reasons. Similar things lead to destabilization, revolution, yep. and civil war. Yeah. So it's not, it's, it's like, wow, all these similar things are happening. Well, yeah, these are the things that happened pre-revolution and civil war. Mm-hmm. It won't be identical to what happened in these other places. It'll, it'll have its own unique components. Yeah. But suffice it to say, everything we've seen so far tracks alongside all of these other revolutionary periods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it's is. never going to be the exact same, but it's very similar. And they, every revolution, they have the, almost the exact same tendencies, but something else will spark it. So yeah. all that matters is 
Will people look back at this as the Marxist revolution in the United States or will they call it the second civil war? And, uh, you know, I tweeted, you are in a civil war. Libby Emmons quoted and said, do you believe this? And some people said no. Most people are saying yes. And the real answer is we won't know until it's over. Did it break out in fighting between two factions or did the right lay down, get steamrolled and it was a revolution? Yeah. I, I have a feeling it'll be economic. A lot of it. Like, it well, be, they all are. They're all yeah, economic. When, when you like start in, printing a hundred trillion and then right. they're like, you got to get your USDC. That, now you need it. Yep. That inflation is a component of oh, what I happened in, that in Germany. Loud. In Spain, people were protesting because they didn't have food. In Russia, people were protesting they didn't have food. Yes. In Egypt, people were protesting they didn't have food. It goes back yeah. to teaching kids how to farm. It's all. Yep. And, and, and that high school program, I'm telling you, that, that would be it. Yeah. Currently, there are efforts made by uh, organizations like the World Trade Organization and the, the World, uh, WEF and stuff like that trying to, trying to advance the idea of degrowth, which yeah. is shrinking... Shrinking the, the population, yeah, shrinking, yep. shrinking the economy. economies, shrinking the consumption of resources, all because of global warming. Degrowth equals is is getting rid of human beings. Well, look at the walkable cities that they're that they're coming out with. Minutes. Well, I mean, yeah, but the walkable minutes. cities are one thing, but the idea, like the idea of degrowth, is something that people need to keep their eyes open for because what it is literally saying is we need to have fewer people. That means people die. And they limit births. Yep. Abortion, obviously, is, is one of the ways that they'll limit births. But it's going to be, it'll be like, you know, <clears throat> people, are, are you qualified to have children? In the future, they're going to be like, well, they, are they extremists? Do they have the wrong opinions? Do they have, you know, because that's what happens in China now. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, they, they did the whole one child policy for, what was it, 30 years or something yeah. like that in China? And I actually, I actually so. think our destabilization and the downfall of America, we're going to start, I think, almost mirroring a lot of China's policies. Um, yep. You know, it's not going to be a full-on genocide right out the bat, right? You're going to have internment camps. You're going to have work camps slowly popping up. The denial that those exist, and then it just continues to escalate from there. But it's not profitable, right, to kill the whole population at once. They see us as cattle. They see us as money. That's how we've always been seen to the government and to these big organizations like WEF and, you know, the Bill Clintons, of the, I mean, the Bill uh, Gates of the world. We are nothing but money to them. And if they kill us all, how are they going to make this money, right? No, they need control and to slowly lower the population to a point of where the economy is also sized and they can still continue making money, the same kind of money off of a smaller population, but maintain even more control. There, there are people that are that are concerned monetarily, but I really think that the people that are going to be driving the the efforts to to you know shrink the economy and shrink global output of of uh, you know economic activity and and shrink consumption those people are ideologues yep. those people actually want to see people die because they believe there are too many people on yep. the planet and they uh, believe the earth can only sustain you know a billion or 500 million or whatever that they're Malthusians. they yeah. but they believe wholeheartedly that people need mm. to die yep. And that we need to limit the amount of people that are pot, that are that are allowed to live on on Earth. Is it that They're they want when you say degrowth? Do they want instead of a million new people every year, they want five hundred thousand, or is it that they actually want a negative net growth and they want at first it'll less be a, a huge negative net growth, less people every single uh, year? I should say yeah. net total. You can you can go to the you can go to the WEF. You can go to the WEF. Decreasing growth. So, you can yeah. go to the decreasing w growth. Okay, so you're still growing. You're you can slow. Yeah, that's it. You can go to the WEF's for, forums, uh, World Economic Forums website, and read all the papers that they have well, they're all 
they, these aren't secrets. These aren't, this is not hidden information. The only thing you have to do is put the effort in to go read yeah, it. Well, and Anyone Klaus listening, no, this is not secret stuff. This isn't like esoteric. There's no, yep. no grain. Like you don't have to have a special decoder ring or anything. All you need is an internet connection and go to the, to the well, and, world. And, that and, can, and Schwab has detailed <laughs> yeah. this stuff too in, yeah. in his books, in the Fourth Industrial Revolution and mm-hmm. in uh, The Great Reset. He talks about yeah. quite literally destroying the population and cutting it yeah. more than in half. That I mean, Great Reset book's wild. It's, a, it's crazy. And yeah. people that haven't read it, they should read it because it's like, holy shit, they're literally telling you they're going to genocide yeah. you yep. yeah. for the betterment of them. Dude, it's crazy how they say like, oh, the great, Re- the great reset is like a conspiracy theory. I'm like, it's literally a book, a book that you can buy. The yeah. dude, the, the dude that we're talking yeah. about, and you're telling me it's, a consp- it's literally <laughs> a book. And then, the, yeah, but well, it's the same thing with the Great Replacement, right? Yeah, One party can yeah. talk about it; it's real when they talk about it. But when the other side, the dissenters, talk about it, it's you're anti-Semitic. Theory. It's conspiracy, Q-Nons. and you're racist. Yeah, like, there's yeah, some yeah. value to social engineering. Uh, no, well, because you want to like make sure the houses aren't downwind from the burn pits. So, social engineering, you're making living, and you make industrial, and you make we protect the rivers. So, I understand kind of that, but it, it's a slippery slope. You got to be real careful trying to control people's growth. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know that after uh, Germany lost the war, mass suicides erupted all over yes. Germany? Yeah, because yeah. they didn't want to get caught by the Soviets because yeah. the Soviets were like, we got to... Yeah. Soviets were not chill. Those Soviets <laughs> were <laughs> rough. Yep. Yeah, they were not chill. They were no and better a, than the Nazis. And a so, large component of, the, of what allowed Hitler to rise to power was... was Preaching against communism. Yeah. Against the Bolsheviks in yeah. particular. Exactly. Blame Bolsheviks. the communists for well, the right I feel fire. like the, the Japanese, too, aren't talked nearly. I mean, how about how no. savage they were? The experiments oh, yeah. the that they were doing. And stuff. It is insane. Oh. I mean, yeah, you would say it's on par and even exceeds some of the experiments that Nazi Germany was they doing at the time. They would freeze people's, they would stick people's arms. And break it off. Yeah. So that it would freeze uh-huh. in, a, in, a, in a refrigeration unit or outside yep. and then shatter it with a hammer. Yep. Yeah. While they're, and this is all while they're alive, too. And yeah. awake. And they it's dissect little, them while they're alive. It's, it's insane. It's this is what they would do. Yeah. When they're alive, it's called a vivisection. Yeah, it's crazy. That's how we know all of our stuff about about um, uh, frostbite, et cetera. How yep. we'll yeah. survive. Well, that's cold we water, gave them clemency. We literally, quite literally, yeah. said, "Hey, it's for crazy, this information, man. you know, wow. you guys can come chill in the U.S." Which I is mean, exactly what we did with the Nazi scientists too. Clip, right? Yeah. I mean, it's better that I think that it, that there's. There, I think the idea was better that we take the information as, as opposed to all those people suffering to be in vain. But yeah. you know, it's still the the brutal reality is that that's where we got the information. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No. No. That's that's it. Uh, I hope that answers your question, R.J. McDougall. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, you guys went off on that one. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. No, I, know, I think uh, Taylor and Phil pretty much summed it up really good for me. Uh, Ian, I love you, bro. Sometimes you can be super frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point, dude. I'm the wrench in the spokes. <laughs> He's the nuance to the show, right? Of course. Of course. Yeah. I love you guys. Thank love you very much for taking my call. Thanks for calling in, man. Have a good man. Bro. Cheers. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. It's been a blast. Taylor, thanks for hanging out. Thanks Good for having you. me. It's always a pleasure. And uh, for everybody who's a member, we're going to have a, uh, this Friday, I'm just going to say it, I guess. It's Mo Dean and Alex Stein on the it's Culture War. Oh, yeah. And Hardcore. so we, like, you know, our security company is like, hey, we want to have someone around. And Tell them to bring like, the hot dogs. I'm like, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think they're going to fight each other. Anytime. I don't know no, who Mo Dean so. is. I got to take a look. They will probably try and grab each other. But considering yeah, they destroyed the stage, yes. the <laughs> concern isn't so much that they'll fight because they may be fooling around, but like, yeah. Like this, ta- yeah. this table weighs a thousand pounds. I, I could see them grabbing at each other and see, doing I, I a. See, well, it's, it's the entertainment bro. value, but you know? going too far. It's Alex Stein, so, yeah, and it's definitely have security it's ready. Stein. 
It is going to yeah, be wild. Yeah. I know. All right, everybody. <laughs> we have a poster we made for it, too. And the, the plan is to start putting up posters on Monday of, like, the personalities that are coming on, like we do with Vosh cool. and Charlie Kirk. Sweet. So, all right. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We will see you all tomorrow. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.